One of my favorite historical rascals is Giuseppe Garibaldi, the general, the patriot, who really more than anyone else caused Italy to go from what it was to what it is, to go from this uh, multiple kingdom sort of warring faction-based place to modern Italy, a country that we can look at and understand. I call him a rascal because he was. His life is just this tremendous, strange, wild adventure of loving and war and amazing speeches and hard-pitched battles. In fact, I'm doing you a favor if I say, just go Google Garibaldi and enjoy reading what you can find about him. But throughout the course of his incredibly colorful life, there are these moments when his speeches, his presence, give such an image of what it is to have a truly conquering general at the lead. For example, at the end of June 1849, he's in the city of Rome. Uh, Rome has been declared a republic, but then the French have come to fight against it to kind of restore it to what it was. And so as the Romans are about to give in and let the French come in with their siege weapons and take over the city, Garibaldi decides, I'm out of here. I'm going to take those who are still willing to fight. We're going to continue the war outside these walls. And so I want you to hear what he says to the people as he's about to leave Rome. I am going out of Rome. Whoever is willing to follow me will be received among my people. I ask nothing of them but a heart filled with love for our country. They will have no pay, no provisions, and no rest. I offer hunger, cold, forced marches, battles, and death. Whoever is not satisfied with such a life must remain behind. He who has the name of Italy not only on his lips, but in his heart, let him follow me. Strong words. Well, ten years later, fighting a different battle, now against the Austrians, where in 1859, his spirit has changed not at all. In fact, as he would wind his way through the villages and people would clamor to come nearby and see him and hear from him, he was recorded as saying this, Come, he who stays at home is a coward. I promise you weariness, hardship, and battles, but we will conquer or die. Whew, gets your blood up a little bit, doesn't it? Well, probably about a year later, a British writer his name was W.G. Clark, came upon Garibaldi and his ragtag army near Capua. I want you to listen to the way that this quite proper Englishman described Garibaldi and his wild men. Listen to this. This is the description of Garibaldi's, again, ragtag force. Clark wrote, All were apparently in high spirits and good health, more like jolly beggars than a regular army. They take their work easily, leaning against a vine-clad poplar in any attitude they may fancy. Provided they do their work, Garibaldi and his officers do not seem to care how they do it. A martinet would be sorely out of place here. This army contains men of all ranks and of all characters. There are men of high birth and gentle breeding. There are also outcasts and vagabonds. There are generous and chivalrous enthusiasts. There are also charlatans. 
when I first read uh, Christopher Hibbert's long form book about Garibaldi, I just kept being so stirred by the ways in which uh, Garibaldi's rascally presence in the life of Italy in a totally different way, was like the presence of Jesus in our midst, whether you were living in the first generation or now in the 21st century. Because Jesus, too, has these eyes that burn. And rather than the red shirt that Garibaldi would wear, Jesus wears the red crimson of his own blood for us. And so, I often say this, you know me, I love to re-spin these kinds of speeches and words to put us in a mind of what we are doing as we follow Jesus today, whatever day you happen to be listening. So instead of Garibaldi in June 1849, I give you Jesus, whether it was day one or the day you're living today. Here's what he is saying to us as our general. I am seated upon the throne of heaven and in your heart. Whoever is willing to follow me is already one of my people. I ask nothing of them, but a heart filled with my Holy Spirit. They will know no lack. I will provide for them. I will be their rest. I offer my own hunger and thirst for righteousness, the warmth of my love, the costs of discipleship, pure adventure, and a deathless life. Whoever is not satisfied with finding their life in me has already missed life. But he who has my name not only on his lips, but in his heart, is already treading the path of my way. Come, he who walks with me is forever home. I promise you joy, life to the full, and purpose. I have already died to conquer. And friends, let's imagine that some proper uh, churchman came across the midst of our fellowship, this ragtag revolutionary army of the kingdom of heaven. Well, they might echo W.G. Clark writing about us, writing about the body of Christ, the true church. All his men and women were provisioned with high spirits and new life, more like jolly beggars, than a regular religious entourage. They take their discipleship easily, leaning against the vine as his branches in an attitude of carefree contentment. Provided they listen to his spirit, Jesus seems perfectly free with how they live, work, and minister. A stuffy spirit would be sorely out of place here. This body of his contains men and women of all ranks and of totally transformed characters, There are those of high birth and gentle breeding. There are also outcasts and vagabonds. There are generous and chivalrous enthusiasts. There are also former charlatans, tax collectors even. Friends, that's why I love the rascals of history is because again, they stand central to the moment in which they live and they change everything. Well, Jesus was no rascal but he himself was the crux of all human history. So the way that our lives spin in orbit around his ever-present life today is the way we're fighting the battle of the kingdom of heaven for the sake of this day. So Garibaldi, he's fun to read about, but Jesus the Christ, 
is the one who it is life to follow. How about we go follow him today in his way? Thanks for listening.